0: Welcome to the Career Day podcast. This is a special edition of the podcast because I'm not Josh Penley. I'm Megan Ray, but I'm here with Josh Penley and
1: I'm Andrew Dickerson. And if you recognize our voices, it's because we've already been on this podcast. <laughs> we were the first and second, you know, interview interviewees for this. Interviewees, so now we're going to flip yeah. the
0: script a little bit. Flip so. the script.
2: Yeah, so everyone keeps asking when am I going to be interviewed. So today is the day.
0: It's now. It's happening. Dum dum dum.
2: Yes. Are you ready for this? Sure. Why not? Right. So, Josh. Yeah.
0: Tell us about yourself.
2: What do you want to know? You're gonna get. You gotta have You're more points from
0: there. Illinois. Yeah. You have a family. Uh huh. Siblings.
2: You just want to know anything about me? <laughs>
0: just start at the beginning. Okay. So, in the hospital, your mother's giving birth.
2: <laughs> okay. So, uh, I'm the oldest of five. Okay. I was born in Minnesota, Rochester, Minnesota. Oh. And, um, I'm a performer. I like to, like, perform. And my mom always says it's because when I was born, I had an audience. Because Rochester is, like, at Mayo Clinic, there was a bunch of students in the room as I was being born. So I was even (laughs) born with an audience. That explains a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: you, did you grow up in Minnesota?
2: No, so I moved from Minnesota early. I don't remember Minnesota. So I was probably a year old. Mm-hmm. And then went back to where my parents grew up um, in Kankakee, Illinois, which is an hour south of Chicago. Can you spell that for us? K-A-N-K-A-K-E-E. So, okay, how it sounds. Kankakee. Exactly how it sounds. That sounds perfect. Exactly how it sounds. All right. So you moved back
1: there. Yeah. All right. So let's fast forward a little bit. Um, what what was what was
2: like middle school Josh like? What, were you still a performer at that point? So my mom... Had a CD when I was in middle school. So she, like, was a... So my parents both had, like, regular jobs. My mom was, like, did... um, She had a nursery out of her home, like a babysitter job, and then went back to school and became a nurse later on. Mm -hmm. My dad kind of had jobs. Didn't go to college, but, like, was, like, a pharmacy tech and then hung garage doors and then worked at a car dealership. So their jobs weren't the things that defined them. Mm -hmm. They had cool outside life things so like my mom was a singer um and so um she did that my dad was a professional skateboarder and so that was like the the vibe of my house was like my parents kind of like living into their hobbies okay um so as a middle schooler i sang a lot with my mom i was i'm on this her cd i sound like a very small female (laughs) Um, as most middle school boys (laughs) do, you know, nothing, Um, nothing wrong with that. Yep. Um, I wanted to be seen as cool like my dad, so I couldn't skateboard, but I walked around everywhere with my skateboard. (laughs) Um, I dyed my hair blonde, but just the top,
0: the tips. Yeah. Not even just the tips.
2: Just like half. Just like the top of my head. (laughs) Was blonde. Oh, okay. And then the bottom was not. I'm
0: getting an image. I'm not.
2: I had, I'll i show you a picture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had really big glasses. Definitely didn't see myself as nerdy, but if you look back, you're like, wow. Okay. <laughs> but that was not my persona. I did not live life as a nerdy kid. Oh, yeah. That was middle school, Josh. Right. So, back it up a little bit, because we know you're a teacher now. Yes. But you
1: mentioned that your mom had, like, a nursery out of the house. Did you help with that? Did that kind of, like, help you want to, like, help nurture people in that sense? Yeah, or did kids. that affect you at all? Or, or was that totally irrelevant
2: to, your, your like, your personality? Um, I don't think I became a teacher because of those things. Um, I think that my parents both would have made very good teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that wasn't the profession that they they chose. Uh, my dad was a youth pastor for a little bit, so like he definitely had like worked with kids in that way. Um, honestly, which is actually kind of why I started this podcast originally in Chicago. I didn't know what you could do mm-hmm. as a kid. Like I knew my my dad. Um, so he was he was a pharmacy tech, which. The way he explained it to me was that he bought and sold drugs for a hospital. So I would tell everybody my dad was a drug dealer. (laughs) (laughs) And And that didn't get him in trouble, I hope. I know. Okay. Uh, And then my mom, you know, ran a daycare out of the house. So, and like, you know, I wasn't really around people that had jobs. So like as a kid, I knew like you could be a doctor, um, possibly an architect, which I just thought was drawing buildings. Is it, that's what it is, right? Yes. Okay. That's it. That's all you do. Uh, <laughs> and then teacher. Strong. And yeah. like, I saw my mom want, like wanting to be a musician and stuff. So, but I wa- I knew that that life was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing that initially got me into teaching was. This idea of a captive audience every day.
0: As a performer. Yes. Yeah, very important.
2: Yeah. Um, I grew into... You were on stage every day. Every day, yeah. yeah. Uh, I grew into realizing that that's not what teaching is and become... Oh, it's feel not. like I <laughs> feel like I've become a decent <laughs> facilitator of knowledge, yes. not just performer. But okay. I think that's how it started. Okay. yeah.
0: So as a kid, you were thinking about being a teacher or were you thinking about doing something else?
2: As a kid, I probably would, like, middle school, mm-hmm. bleached hair kid, I probably would have told you architect. Okay. Um, I didn't know what that meant, though. Um, drawing houses. Yeah, yeah drawing houses. Yeah. So I, wasn't, a, I wasn't a good artist yeah. or anything. It was just, like, you know, my stick figures were on point. There you so, go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very important aspect of drawing houses is the <laughs> stick figures. <Yes>. So, perfect. <laughs> so, then, in college, yeah. you that's when you chose your major as, Education.
2: I did. So going into college, I had made up my mind that I wanted to be a teacher. Um, so I went to. So ne- at this point. Well, how do you go from architect to teacher? I don't know. <laughs> that's a that's a huge change. That is a huge change.
0: You real you realize that one day you were showing someone how to draw the houses.
2: Mm. <laughs> Natural. Production. And you're like, wait, yeah, yeah. I have an idea. Yeah. I don't know. I, I uh, in high school. I, I I actually have no idea. In high school, like I was very much like focused on social things. Like school was just the backdrop of backdrop backdrop of like the social aspect of life. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think I think teacher was like uh, I saw it as a option that was relatively safe in the sense of like versus like musician, um, and. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I knew that I could do it. I don't know why. I don't know why, originally.
0: A lot of confidence.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, back to college. Yeah, yeah. so Sorry, college. Yeah, college. So, I went to community college for two years. Good for you. Um, got a full ride. Um, More people need to do that. I, yeah. I, I regret not doing that. Would have saved me a lot of money. Yes, so full ride there. They paid for everything and books. Um, but went into elementary education right away. And so learned, like, I'll the, do the pre-req stuff. Um, actually, fun story. I started, so you, you had to take, like, a P.E. credit in, in college. And so I took Latin dancing. Nice. Yeah, as my P.E. credit. And I loved it. Um, and so after the first, like, semester, I took it again and started then, like, teaching with the teacher. And so then that has been a on off again profession of mine is teaching latin dance as well (laughs) so i did that in chicago um to make money as well as like i taught kids latin dance cool so that's been a i just like i think what i like i like bringing whether it's knowledge or just i when i'm really into something i Mm -hmm. want everybody to do it with me Mm -hmm. and i like like I think that's that's why I like teaching because it's kind of that, especially if you really like what you're teaching. Right. So then so now you are what do you teach? So currently I am an eighth grade ELA teacher, so reading and writing. Okay. So how did you get to seventh this. grade science teacher?
1: Seventh grade science. Okay, so then how very different. You don't get many <laughs> science English combos. No, yeah. So then elaborate on that. How do we get how did that to happen? how do we get to this point? Let's let's back back up a little
2: bit. Yeah. First teaching job. Yeah.
0: Well, and sorry, you said elementary education is what you studied. Yes. But now you're middle school.
2: So, in Illinois, elementary education is up through eighth grade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Michigan's the same way. It's yeah. K through eight in Michigan. Yeah. Um, and so, my degree is actually elementary education with a history minor. Oh. <laughs> Not science? Or no. English. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, history. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... Two years in community college, um, took a bunch of science classes. The science classes didn't transfer, mm-hmm. so I had to like take a bunch of science classes um, at my four-year university, and then do like summer classes at other community college to like graduate in four years. But because I had to retake classes and take a bunch of science science classes, I was able to get endorsed in science. Mm. Um, that was not the goal. I didn't like science as a kid. Uh, re- reflecting back is because I didn't have good teachers in mm-hmm. science.
1: For, for the audience, what is the difference between endorsed and like licensed? And what's, what does endorsed mean?
2: So, I don't know if it's the same in all states, but in Illinois, for specifically middle school, so if I was teaching fifth up to fifth grade, mm-hmm. I could teach all subjects. Mm-hmm. But starting in sixth grade in Illinois mm-hmm. through eighth grade... I think it's actually through ninth grade, which is weird. But um, to teach that class, you have to be endorsed in it. So I'm endorsed in ELA, so reading and writing, um, history, and science. I didn't get math because I never want to teach math.
0: (laughs) The worst of all the subjects. Sorry, Maggie. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you graduated. And then what was your first job after college?
2: So... um, Sorry, right before then.
0: Sure, very important.
2: I student taught. So my student teaching, um, they told me I was going to be in a um, reading, eighth grade reading and writing and history class. And I was like, cool. That's like good combination. That's what I want to teach. When I got to my student teaching, I was solely in science. Oof.
0: So not at all history. Not at all (laughs) what they told
2: me. Um, But... Mrs. Leventus, in Chicago, um, was the coolest science teacher I had ever experienced. Like, we dissected pigs and rats and earthworms and did all these crazy things, was very hands-on. Um, you should see their faces right now. <laughs> Megan's really enjoying this. No, science, no yeah. science people in this room. No. Um, but I'd never experienced science this way, and so I was like, oh, if you can teach science like this, I'd be down to teach science. Mm.
0: That's my nightmare.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. but Science teachers, though, because like, the, the teacher I
1: loved the most that made me want to be a teacher was my science teacher. Oh, interesting. And I don't like science classes at all. But I think it's something about... Science teachers have a lot of stuff they can do. And mm-hmm. like if they use it to their advantage, I think it makes a huge difference. Like, I teach history now. But my science teacher in 8th grade, Mr. Locke, he was the... Uh, push towards teaching for me so that's cool yeah.
0: i actually also had really great science teachers interesting yeah
2: what
1: are we doing <laughs> <laughs> it was the dissection i was like i don't want to do this
0: yeah. for the rest of my life yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no way
2: yeah okay, so. um my favorite thing was like you take the the small intestines of like the pig mm. and you unreal and it, it gets it's like <gasps> unreal it yeah it's like three feet long well yeah i mean that's what
1: in our bodies too. It's but it was of... like a fetal pig. It was like yeah. this. was yeah. like
2: three feet long. It's yeah.
1: crazy. Do we, does anyone know so how long the intestines teaching. are in our bodies? <laughs> I know it's like insanely long. I it know, is insanely long. I don't know how. Like long. It, long. it shouldn't fit inside. No, us. it shouldn't. No.
2: Anyway, so Megan wants to move forward. <laughs> yes. So. So
0: student teaching. So student was... teaching. Okay.
2: Student teaching was better than I anticipated, and I realized that science would be cool to teach. Mm-hmm. So, and I now that I've been interviewing people, this is not the same. But in Illinois at the time when I started my education, or be trying to get into teaching, there were no science teachers. Hmm. So, like, it didn't seem like anybody wanted to be a science teacher. The hardest job was to find, was, like, reading and history, Mm -hmm. which is what I wanted to do. And so I couldn't find any of those jobs. But there were a bunch of science jobs. Hmm. And so I interviewed at Greeley Elementary, which is... um, in Wrigleyville, okay. um, in Chicago, and it was for a sixth through eighth grade science position. So I was like the middle school science teacher,
1: Ooh,
2: okay. and so that's that was my first job. So I did it. Um, so your department was just you. It was literally me. Yeah. As a as a first year teacher. As a first year <laughs> teacher, and and the school was K through eight. So I was the only specialized science person. Oh God. Because all the other science teachers were elementary teachers. Jumping in the deep end right there. Yeah. And I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> Here's a secret right? none of us do. No no no, but like like <laughs> the thing about teaching I think that don't people don't understand yeah. is like you learn theory and you learn like how it's supposed to work and like mm-hmm. they give you the like rosy answer of like this is how you teach children but it's like they don't actually teach you how to like have classroom management. Mm-hmm. And all these things. So I was thrown into a, at that point, a rougher school in Chicago, knowing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and my principal, the only, the only thing he told me, um, he's now gone from this school. But um, he, he said, as long, he's like, do you have dogs? I was like, no. He goes, well, you got to treat your kids like dogs. Oh, God. got to look them in the eye. And you need to be the alpha. And if you do that, you'll be fine. And I was like, what does that mean? That was like, all I got. We don't have dogs. That was all I got. I didn't have a curriculum. I didn't have anything. But you knew
1: you had to be alpha.
2: But I knew I had to be alpha. So what did you do? I didn't you, succeed. You That she asked what you that's did dude. not what you did. Oh do. sorry. Yeah. yeah, not what you did. Um do. so what did I do? What do you mean?
0: Like, so did you develop your own curriculum? Or? Yeah,
2: so I, like, asked people and was like, hey, like, what, because we were, like, we were kind of on, we were supposed to be doing Common Core standards, but Chicago hadn't moved to them yet, so okay. we were still on, like, the Illinois state standards, mm-hmm. um, so that kind of guided me, but yeah, no, I made, I made up my curriculum that first okay. year.
1: Which um,
2: is freeing, in a sense, if you're an
1: experienced teacher, yeah. but as a new teacher, that's kind of terrifying
2: yeah but i definitely i think i learned a lot that year mm-hmm. of like what it's like to lose control of a classroom mm-hmm. what it's like to create things that are interesting because that was why i liked science was mm-hmm. like we can we can do things that are interesting especially if nobody's telling me what to do i only <laughs> did interesting things right yeah i lit my hands on fire i did all these things you know so yeah. it was fun um But then I be I learned how to actually be a better teacher. Um I taught at that school for nine years. Wow. Um same position? No.
1: Okay.
2: So I maneuvered I didn't knew I knew I didn't want to be a science teacher, so as soon as things came up, like I taught I taught fifth grade, I taught sixth grade, seventh and eighth grade, so I've taught all the all those grades. Mm. Um I was a history teacher for a while. Um I've always taught sixth grade science for those nine years, so that was my one thing that stayed the same. But the last three years, I became the like sixth grade ELA teacher. Um, I don't know if it works the same way here, but reading teachers and math teachers are like the real teachers, <laughs> so it wasn't until that point that everyone started to see me as like a real teacher, because before, I was just the science teacher. Oh. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well. Um, all teachers
1: are real teachers a hundred
2: percent agree with that statement yes. but that didn't yeah. seem to be the now speaking
1: as a social studies teacher at a foreign international school we are often the forgotten branch it's like oh let's worry about english and math and science like, right. oh wait social studies is core as well right. i forgot yeah. so I, I get that feeling yeah
2: yeah um but yeah i mean i think i learned a lot of things teaching in chicago um i became really good at classroom management mm-hmm. um I got really good at working with kids who didn't speak English because most of my kids spoke Spanish. Um, so there's a lot of skills that i learned teaching in Chicago. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think classroom management is the thing that all teachers learn most their first year. Because like in the university courses, it's like, all right, we're going to teach you about classroom management or like come up with this plan or how to arrange seats or this or that. And it's like... yeah. That doesn't really matter when you get into a classroom not at all <laughs> <laughs> like you because you're working with university kids yeah. you know, like the whole time like it, yeah it's i remember that feeling as well it's just like this is totally different than what i thought it would be so
0: so after chicago yeah. what i mean we know this and i assume that your listeners know this but now you're in beijing
2: yeah
0: so what what was the connection between teaching in chicago to now being in beijing
2: Um, so it actually has, so my, it has a lot, a lot to do with my wife who is currently not here in Beijing. She's still stuck in America because of COVID. Um, but we, we enjoy traveling. Um, every Christmas we would travel somewhere in the world. We had the two weeks and we would just go. Um, and so we were trying to figure out like, how do we see more of the world? Because we see that this is something that we love and something that we really are passionate about. Um, about and so what does that look like could, could we go somewhere else mm-hmm. um the timing was just never right so like when my wife was a, an accountant for a while and then she was a recruiter and it was after the recruiting job when she was like okay i'm i'm ready to be done mm-hmm. that year i had my best year like the kids were amazing um I was actually, um, I was teaching character development um, and like oh. reading and writing through playing Dungeons and Dragons. And we were creating <laughs> podcasts nice. um, with the kids. That's awesome. And so That's I cool. was like, this is the yeah. coolest year yeah. ever. You know, and I was like, like there's, there's no doing way. Doing things that are interesting. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like, there's no way I'm leaving. Like, this is the best thing ever. Well, then she found a job, and she was working for a startup, and then the next year was, like, legitimately the hardest year mm-hmm. I've ever had. So it was, like, kids that didn't want to do anything. And it was it was, it was was a good growth year. Like, I learned a lot, but it was really hard. Mm-hmm. And it was after that year I was like, okay, you ready? <laughs> She's like, I just started a job. <laughs> yeah. No. So it was one more year, um, and this was always kind of, like, in the back of our minds that we were, like, International teaching seems to be an option. One of her coworkers, her dad, is a principal in Luxembourg in, like, the international school system. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of, like, talked to him and did, like, a mock interview and was like, would they want me? You know, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that this was really an option. Mm-hmm. And so um, started to kind of get the feelers. Um, with I, What I'm learning is, like, I used search associates and mm-hmm. they were like, you know, I w- came in li- too late. Like, it seemed like all the schools were full. But then COVID happened. And for some reason, there were a bunch of jobs in China. <laughs> there are <laughs> always jobs in China. I know, yeah. but there seemed to be a <laughs> lot of jobs <laughs> in China. Yeah. Well, um, people didn't want to go.
1: What?
2: Yeah. Um, and so I, I reached out to, I went to a, um, a fair, mm-hmm. like a virtual fair. And I met. I did a couple interviews, um, and I got offered two jobs. Um, and as everyone that I've interviewed so far has said, they talked to Maxine. Maxine, and she was able to be like, you know, this is a great school. And um, but actually, she was. I had, she didn't actually offer me a job yet. Um, and this other guy had, and I I knew I would rather work. I would rather work at Tsinghua. Um, I kind of just have felt this, but he was, he was, a, it was like a new school. I was going to create okay. a curriculum. I was, you know, I, I was like, is that what I want to do You're again? Gonna, I've already done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I actually reached out to Maxine. I was like, Hey, I have another offer. Do you guys want me? Otherwise I'm going to say yes to this guy. Was it
1: for English as well? Or if it was, like, okay.
2: I would have been at Yale both. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, yeah, no, actually like we want you. And so I, I said yes to Maxine and started that whole process and then, um, tried to get everything together to move to China during COVID, which was a whole process. And then she
1: asked you to talk to this one other coworker who would give you some friendly advice on stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Which was Andrew Dickerson. Oh, no way. Little old oh I didn't little know little that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. So he was actually the first person I talked to that wasn't Maxine. Okay. Yeah.
0: And you came anyway.
2: I didn't scare him off. I tried really
1: hard. I tried really hard, but lo and behold, he saw through my lies. Mm.
0: And you didn't have any concerns about coming to China despite COVID and everything? With COVID?
2: No. um, And I don't... I mean, whether it's naivety or whatever. But, I mean, being here, I definitely made the right decision. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, Because... It seems like they've dealt with it better than other places in the world. Yes. <laughs> I wonder what you're talking about. Yeah, as someone who was also stuck in the
1: states last year. Yeah. yeah. But all right, so now you're you're in you're in Beijing. You you come in late, so you start the school year online. Yeah. Yep. What was that like starting a new school online? So Chinese students, you know, you know, international
2: password holders, but Chinese students, like, how. Starting online, what's that like? Okay, so I sold my house in Chicago mm. way faster than I thought. Oh. <laughs> so, like, we everyone was telling, like, okay, your house is never going to sell. It's COVID, you know. Mm. So I sold their house really fast. And so we had to, like, move out. Luckily, uh, my in-laws, who live in Iowa, took us in. Mm-hmm. So we sold all our stuff, moved in, thinking we were going to be there, like, two months. Mm-hmm. Right? We're going to move. I was going to be in China in August, start the school year. Um, Well, that didn't work, right? So the paperwork took forever. Um, They weren't letting people in. We we were going to have to quarantine, do all these things. Um, Dana was going to come as a spouse, you know, Mm. all these things. And so we started school and I was in Iowa. So my fourth period started at 2 Mm a.m. And... That was intense. Like I feel bad for purple <laughs> like that yeah. my class. Um, because I was like I had to have been loopy. Like it was too like, much. who day. was this crazy guy teaching us? Yeah. I mean that was the class, oh, that, was that, class I, that you yeah, yeah, I
0: was the person in the room for that class. Was he loopy? I don't I don't not that I noticed, oh, okay, but I didn't I didn't know you at all right. at the time. Yeah. he may have been loopy, you could have just thought been, it was normal. No. Yeah. So yeah. this is
2: why, so your impression of me was also 2 a.m., Josh, <laughs> right. which is yes. a completely different See, person. I, only, <laughs> I only filled in for your class once, and it was first period. That's right. So yeah, mm. that was still...
1: You were fresh Yeah, it was like 8 o'clock. Yeah, that yeah. was fine. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah.
2: yeah. So that was interesting. Like, teaching for a month, like, a couple months online, and we never knew when, it was, like, I didn't know when it was going to end. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, how long is this going to happen? Because, it like, the paperwork was just so slow, mm-hmm. and it was like... I don't know. So right. it, it lasted. It was a waiting game. Yeah. And it was... But when it happened, it was quick. Mm. And so... Um, yeah. When I left, Dana was theoretically two weeks behind me. Mm. Now it's been three months. Four months. Four months. Four months. Sorry, I saw the Instagram oh, post. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, Dana. Four months. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that was interesting. And then well, I got to Guangzhou. Mm. And quarantined for two weeks alone so describe
1: like so have you been to china before no okay so you get to guangzhou yeah you've never been to china you don't speak any chinese at this point besides maybe nihao yeah zero yeah zero so you didn't even okay
2: so i mean i had done so like what was that
1: like for us like we returned from court like we were both in the states we got back we kind of knew what to expect a little bit but like you were new so like what was that getting off the airplane getting to like how crazy was that
2: yeah um so every so you get on so i took a, a plane from iowa to chicago and mm-hmm. then chicago to la right mm-hmm. everyone's kind of wearing their mask right you know only a, kind of yeah there was a lot of noses showing <gasps> i know i was i was so i was so scared that i was gonna get covid on that flight yeah, and oh, yeah. go to china with covid i was like yeah. that would be the worst yes, that, that, that would really be terrifying would be, would be yeah, terrifying, terrifying. So then you get to L.A., though, and you get on this plane, and legitimately everybody's in a hazmat suit.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's how I remember yep. it, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And So yeah.
2: so that was weird. <laughs> You've never been on a flight? You've <laughs> never <laughs> been on a flight with hazmat suits With before? hazmat suits? Yeah. And what, uh, I thought that's how everyone flew. <clears throat> <throat> and I didn't realize throat> throat> it's, like, the government-issue hazmat suit, because once I got to Guangzhou, everyone had the ha- same hazmat suit. So it's like, this was a thing. And so I remember, like, I, I was so hungry, but I didn't want to take my mask off to eat. Like, it was just so weird. I didn't so eat at all. Yeah. 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 I slept as much as I could yeah. just to avoid being hungry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so strange? <laughs> so, so I get to, yeah, I get to Guangzhou. Um, and
0: you were traveling by yourself.
2: I was Yeah, I was by myself. Uh, well, no, I met up with, I met Thomas. Okay. yeah. So Thomas, one of the other teachers here. Who's um, also been on this podcast. Who has also been on this podcast. We came from LA together. So I met him in the LA airport. Um, so that was actually probably better, Mm -hmm. um, because at least I could like, we could bounce ideas off in English. Yeah. Right. And like, you could be lost together. We could be lost together. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, you just kind of feel like you're being herded Mm -hmm. in groups and not knowing what you're supposed to do Mm because everyone's speaking in Chinese. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I didn't realize this. Like, everywhere in the world, it seems, somebody speaks English. So mm-hmm. that was what I was anticipating mm-hmm. when I got to China. Yep. And nobody speaks English here. Yeah. Well, in, especially Beijing. Okay. Yeah. They don't like they, to. They don't like to. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they, right. they do, but they will choose not to. Right. Yes. Is that a better way of putting it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. So they're not, yeah, so.
1: Yeah.
2: Because I, I, when I lived in the Middle East, like,
1: everyone spoke English. Right. And I was like, oh, when I moved to Beijing, this, you know, big international city, it's
2: no yeah, no,
1: very not what I expected.
2: Yeah, yeah. which is cool now because if I'm, I'm learning Chinese yeah. and it's forcing me to learn more Chinese. Yeah. yeah, you're way more advanced than I am, and I've been here for four years. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you're trying. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah so. Um, so that I, I appreciate it for that aspect. But when I got here, it was not what I expected. For sure,
0: very overwhelming. Yeah.
2: Um, and then you go to this hotel. They take you on a bus. You don't know where you're going. It was like an hour away from the airport, mm-hmm. and you get dropped off in this hotel. They they spray all of your things <laughs> with disinfectant. I'm like, why everything's wet now? <laughs> and then you're kind yeah. of like, they took my passport, which I wasn't expecting. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I'm stuck here now because like this hotel has my passport. I go into this room and literally, you can't leave for two weeks, and so. Well they that kept was... they kept your password for those 2 weeks. Yeah.
0: Oh. You're kidding.
2: No, yeah. They I, didn't get, yeah, they took mine to like I check never, it in and then I got it back. No, I never got it back wow. until that I would left. be that's I'm terrifying. appalled. It yeah. was it was terrifying. Yeah. And I even asked like I was like, "Hey, like to have that back?" They did not yeah. understand what I'm saying. Um and they're like, "No sir." Like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: means no. Yeah, boo means no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is that the, is that the origin of boo? No. <laughs>
0: Give me such anxiety. <laughs> yeah, so oh, I had no goodness. idea
2: what I was doing. I didn't have my passport now, and I'm in this room, and I didn't know how food worked at that point either. Right? Yeah, was like do I just get food? Do I need to call Rita? Yeah. But I don't my yeah. I don't have a phone. <laughs> right. And every hotel's different. Yeah, every hotel is different. Like my hotel, we the kitchen was open, but I couldn't get anything delivered.
0: And... I could only get stuff delivered. Right. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: So I couldn't get anything delivered, um, but they gave me breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. Mm. So that was actually kind of cool.
0: Yeah,
2: I ate a lot of cabbage. <laughs> For some reason, all they gave me was cabbage. Mm. Um, but did the school give you some fruits? I got fruit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fruit and yeah. Some. Have you had those honey chips? They're like the Pringles, but they're like honey. Honey no. butter chips. Yeah, like...
0: You're not gonna believe this. I have some in my backpack right now.
2: <laughs> I, they were very good in quarantine. I think they were disgusting. You, why do you have them in your backpack? My book friend. Bag?
0: My friend gave them to me, literally last night, because uh, we had been talking about them, and I said that sounds awful. And she said, "Well, you have to try them." So she bought me a bag. I tried one.
2: You didn't like it. No. <laughs> so you should take
1: you should take them home. And yeah, will take can you back have to the, the rest quarantine of the bag. days. The fond memories, <laughs> the fond of the memories of Guangzhou. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> How wow. honestly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So you get through quarantine. Yeah. Did Did you stay sane? You made it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, weeks. he's here now, but we don't know him before this, you know, this true, so I worked <laughs> out,
2: I worked out uh, at least six hours a day.
0: Seriously.
2: Wow. Yeah. That was like the thing that I got. I just did it. I lost a lot of weight actually. Like when I got here, I'm not, I'm, I'm eating lots of noodles now. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was, I was starting to get kind of ripped and I was like, Oh, cool. And then I started <laughs> eating noodles.
0: Okay, Man, honestly... I, I, I was
2: very glad that I worked out for like an hour a
1: day during quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> I also worked out, shame. but six hours, no way. No.
0: But honestly, from seeing you on the screen and seeing your picture when you arrived, I was like, he's skinnier than I thought he was. Yeah. So yeah, I... Yeah, I was... Okay. Be, it was
2: two weeks of...
0: Six hour fruit, workouts six, and cabbage. Fruit,
2: cabbage, and workout. That was it. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of actually... It was... I kind of wish... I'm not really... Right. But like How like It's a controlled environment I, I Yeah I get that I agree yeah. it, 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 it had it's perks It did it had it's perks
1: Yeah cause like I had I brought like With me beef jerky And Like You know Granola bars And then I had the fruit And yeah. water And worked out An hour a day So yeah I yeah, yeah. It was nice It was You All had no right. other choice But to do
2: There was that. nothing else to do <laughs>
0: And I could order stuff. I'm sure I gained weight in quarantine. Yeah. And I watched a lot of TV. I also read a lot of books. Mm. I read probably a book a day in quarantine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. A
2: book a
1: day. I'm serious. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. rivals Stacy. Yeah. But I don't do it
0: anymore. <laughs> so she still got me beat for yeah. sure. That's true. Yeah.
1: All right. So you get out of quarantine. Yes. You get to Beijing. Uh-huh. First, first 24 hours in Beijing. Chaos, or was it like? What what happened? Because, so like, they, they year, it's middle
2: of school year. Yeah. It's like, everyone's coming back at different times. It was two weeks before report cards were due. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, that was intense. Yeah. Um, yeah, because when I when I did um, parent-teacher conferences, I literally had only seen the kids for a week. Wow. It was... Um, so that was... I was, like, talking... Hopefully no parents listen to this. But... Um, I was talking about their parents, their kids, and I had no idea who I was talking about. I was like, "Yeah, Michael's great." Yeah, Um, just based off the homework they turned in on PSO. Yeah, the number that I have in front of me. Um, Now I know all the kids. Yes, they're very nice. I like them all. Yeah, good. Um, First twenty four hours. So we get there. It's past midnight. Um, They wouldn't let us in because our health apps didn't work. Mm. Um, You know, as all those things. What's the health app
1: for those listening who don't? Okay,
2: know? so uh, China has this health app that you scan before you go into pretty much everywhere, yes, right? I mean, everywhere. even taxis, like subways. Yeah, DDs D- taxis, subways, restaurants, yeah. um, areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I was in Tune. Yeah. and like even to go into the like mall area, mm-hmm. yeah. I had to scan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they they scan you and then take your temperature in most of them. Mm-hmm. And so it's a way of, tra tracking where you've been, so that if a person with COVID has it, mm-hmm. then you you would be alerted. Mm-hmm. Is that how it works? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's contact tracing. Yeah. I mean, for, as far as I know. So yeah. my yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, I, when I when I scan, my face comes up, and there's like a, a ring around it that's green or purple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would and it be red if I probably? It also yeah. says no abnormal conditions on oh, okay. green, so yeah. like
1: that's what it, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah it's useful that's you know when people it's, ask oh, is COVID a thing in China anymore?" Right. we're like well not really because because of the contact tracing right yeah that's a big part yes. alright so you can't get in to wherever you're going because a little plug for contact little, tracing little plug hey <laughs> hey guys,
0: hey guys. <laughs>
2: Yeah. All right, so you can't get into where you said your health health kit wasn't working. Yeah, so they wouldn't let me go into my hotel room. Hotel. So I had to quarantine again for a week in Beijing. So I mm-hmm. couldn't go to school. Mm-hmm. So I taught online for a week, another week. But in, in the same Beijing. time zone. But I was in the same time well, zone. Well, during the during all I was true, yeah, true, so. and I could leave my apart. I could leave my my hotel room. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is yeah, cool. It wasn't down. It wasn't lockdown. So I went for a lot of walks. Mm-hmm. Um. I actually, I haven't been back to that area since then. I kind of want to go back. Do you remember where it it's was? It's behind Peking. Okay, so so west of school. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's west okay. of school. It's, like, north of Peking. Okay. So by Old Summer Palace, kind of? Like, a little bit. Kind of. It's okay. actually, like, directly east of Old Summer Palace. Directly east of Old Summer Palace is our school. It's directly west <laughs> of Old Summer Palace. Left, it's left of it? It's left. Yeah, that's Like, waste. if you were going towards... Uh, <laughs> you're, a, you're a social science teacher. <laughs> no, history, man. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, John Wan Soon, like... Yeah. It's like, you know, like in between those two things. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there's some really good restaurants that I feel like had different food than all the ones that we've been eating, mm-hmm. so I feel like I gotta go back. Yeah. And it's close to school. Yeah. yeah. It's not that far. Um, but yeah, no, that, that was a weird week. Um... The internet was not great, so teaching mm-hmm. online was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but got to eat food and do all those things. Yeah. But, yeah. It was a good... I mean, it was, it was a fun time where I legitimately didn't know what was going on. I couldn't order food in restaurants. Um, I didn't... So, Duolingo, rice is fun. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you go into... A, a restaurant and order fun they don't know what you're talking about you have to right. say me fun mm-hmm. and so there's little things that i learned you know yeah i was like why won't they give me rice <laughs> right. i just and, want rice yeah. and just to clarify <laughs> like things...
1: many places don't even have pictures on menus yeah. right mm. it just like just the, just the
2: chinese characters not even
1: just the opinion it's just characters and that's
2: it and if you translate it with your app they translate weird Like yes. yeah okay. temple of heaven foot massage yeah when my brother was visiting, he took a he basically did a photo album on his phone yeah.
1: of just weird translations. So every time he did it, he'd screenshot it, and it just yeah a bunch of pictures of just hilarious translations of menus. Yeah, they don't, don't make
2: any sense. They don't literally translate. No, no,
1: very few things do. Yeah.
0: So now that you've been here in Beijing, teaching normally in person for a full three months now, minus the winter holiday and the Spring Festival holiday what's been your experience so far? Good or bad or
2: Yeah, Beijing is cool. Like I I really like I like my coworkers, which is fun. Uh, Oh hey guys. You have to say that. Uh, No 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 I don't. He didn't say who, he didn't say all. That's fair.
0: (laughs) Doesn't necessarily mean us. Yeah he likes
2: some coworkers. Okay. Michael. Uh, uh, Michelle. uh, Michelle, sorry. It's on the podcast. Um, oh Megan, um,
1: <laughs> so no,
2: yeah, like because oh, you're so Midwest. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, no. No, yeah no. no, yeah, no. Um, we all came here for some reason, and I there's something that bonds international teachers. I've noticed, mm-hmm. right? there's and I guess if you're you're in a culture where people don't really speak English and a lot of people don't know Chinese. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to break into other places. So like the people here that you hang out with often, um, are, you know, people that speak English, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, sports, like you play football mm-hmm. and I've been getting to know people at the climbing gym, but it's a smaller group of people. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I feel like with that, I've made like friends fast. Mm-hmm. Um, which fast. you don't really have friends. a choice. Fast yeah, friends. You don't
1: really have a choice. It's just like, yeah.
0: shared experience thrown into this and yeah and like you
1: said like we all move here for similar reasons i remember when i moved abroad i was like what if no one's like me my parents were like but they're probably very similar because they wouldn't be moving abroad if
2: they didn't have similar you know mindsets about the world right yeah the food is amazing oh my gosh um i've had so many like i didn't realize you could eat noodles 75 different ways (laughs) And that's just what you've had so far. <laughs> yeah. oh, I know. I've only been here <laughs> that's three like months. A <laughs> you've just been in Beijing. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, have yeah. you guys had, have you guys had Biang Biang Mian? Or Biang Biang Tong?
0: I see you moving your hands like you're kinda of like Noodle dancing. Flipping it through the air, yeah. Uh-huh. Is that you've so seen there's them a make dish. It? it? doesn't sound I've seen your Instagram post about it, but that doesn't sound familiar Okay, to me.
2: so there's a dish that it's from what I'm, so Josh was Josh Chan was telling me about this. Okay, it's a made up character. Like it's a really hard, um, like the character for biang is like crazy. Okay, um, but biang biang is like the wide noodle, okay. but it's called that because of the noise it it makes when it hits. <laughs> okay, so okay biang yeah. biang.
0: Okay, but I've had it.
2: I went to some place in the hutongs, yeah, biang biang tong, and then there's a place over by. Uh, you'll have to show on. me. Yeah. You'll yeah, what to f- go. Yeah. Um but like that's a whole different thing. Mm. Yeah. And then there's like today I had like the thicker um, spaghetti noodles mm-hmm. like but they're like the thick ones. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, they're just I didn't realize there's so many different types of so noodles, man. So many types of noodles. So yeah. many types of noodles. Yeah.
1: And then okay, so, you, so the food's amazing. Yes. What about and you made friends Quickly at school because yeah, but like, what about the actual school? Like, what mm. teaching in America versus well, teaching in Chicago yeah. versus teaching at an international school in Beijing. Mm-hmm. What first of all, what are there? Is more differences and similarities, or are there most? Or is it more similar than different? Um, I feel like it'd be more different than similar. Yeah. Um.
2: So I, I know some of my former students listen to this podcast. Right. Sorry, guys. Um, Chinese students are way easier to teach. Okay. Um, I, like I said, developed classroom management because I had to. Mm-hmm. Uh, teaching in Chicago was difficult because mm-hmm. the kid was harder to teach. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, they were great, great humans. Right. Uh, but they were harder to teach. Yeah. Um, and just American stubbornness, that's, American yeah. stubbornness. Yes. <laughs> the Chinese student is very different in a sense of like, you tell them to do it and they do it and they do it more than you said mm-hmm. to do. It's not
0: been my experience
2: with <laughs> <No>? sixth graders. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe it's, maybe that's it actually. Cause I taught sixth grade. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm teaching eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Eighth graders seem to be very different. Yeah. So maybe it's an age thing more than, I a, think
0: it could be. Yeah.
2: More than a, I think a culture part thing. of
0: it. Yeah.
1: Um, I think a lot of it is culture in the sense that, like, school here is, like, that is priority number one. Yes. Like, in America, you have a lot of sports or outside things to do, and this and that. Um, But here, it's, like, school is priority one. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And the the teacher is, like, high on the Mm -hmm. respect level. Right. For sure. Yeah.
1: Very different than in the States. Yeah. 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 All right. So... Do you have any more questions? to add? Anything else you want to say? I know, I know how to end it. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm just before <laughs> yeah. we get there. Is there yeah. anything else you want to say that we
2: haven't gotten to yet? No, no. I think that's. It's been a it's been a fun journey so far. Right. So Megan, would you do the honors?
0: So if you could do it all again, <laughs> would you change anything?
2: Or do it the same? Or would right? you do We'd it do the it same. same? Um. It's a hard question. <laughs> it's a hard question. It really And you is. always put us on the spot with that, man. Now you, I... now you feel the pressure. So, um, since I interviewed you two, I sprung it on you mm-hmm. Now I let them know that I'm going to ask that.
0: That's nice.
2: I say... I think I listened to yours before. I didn't okay. mine, So, yeah. I, 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 I kind of knew. Okay. I, I let. I say, hey, th- how I'm going to end it, I say, you know, if you could do it all over again. So, then they at least have... They think I about said it, it at the beginning. They don't. I then don't give them time to think about it, but... Right., um, I can do it again. I think I would have left earlier. Mm-hmm. I think I, rea- I didn't realize that this was gonna be this cool.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um,
2: and I feel like I've I could have gotten the experience and the appreciation
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, of of this experience mm-hmm. by doing not nine years. Mm-hmm. I think after four or five, mm-hmm. I would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah. I can still appreciate China and for what i teaching abroad. and, um, yeah.
1: yeah. Generally, when I, I, when I feel like when I've talked to a lot of teachers who taught in the States or in Canada or just in their home countries for a while and then moved abroad, they all say the same thing. They wish they had done it earlier. Yeah. Like, luckily, I knew someone who got me into it right out of college. So that was, so I, don't, I don't even know what it's like to teach in the States besides student teaching. Yeah, I never taught in the States. They didn't? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and where
2: did you student teach?
1: In Michigan, in Michigan, and then I went to Bahrain, and then here. Okay, and so then you were
2: in.
0: I didn't student teach.
1: <laughs>
2: Remember, she was doing That's her radio right. stuff, right. then her grad That's school right. stuff. Okay. I
0: had listen to my podcast, yeah, or my interview. I had yeah. a very different um, path to China.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was a good, it was a good interview. Path to, it was, to it was, teaching, it was, I should it was, say. It was a great interview. It was a great
0: interview. <laughs> great interview. <laughs> a number one
1: interview, some <laughs> I <next> say. <was>. <laughs> Just because it was first in order, or
0: I mean. in yeah
1: yes and yes <laughs> <laughs> all right well
0: well thank you for chatting with us yeah
1: it was great to hear your your side instead of you know everyone else's for once you get to see what the interviewer is now the interviewee and you
2: know it was very fun thanks for yeah. thanks for asking me questions yeah anytime really looking anytime.
0: forward to having dana yeah. here
2: yeah me too